This is Basketball More Than a Game with your hosts, Coach Goins and Coach Quick. Former high school coach and player have teamed up again to share their knowledge of the game and life skills on and off the court. Now here are Coaches G and Q. All right, you know what time it is. It is NCAA March Madness. And it's Coach Goins and Coach Quick. We are live and we are making it pop. And we're hoping that your bracket is still intact because we know probably 90% of people's bracket may be busted. Uh, but however, there has been some great games popping. So I got to kick it down to the hottest co-host because I know he's riding this cloud. Coach Q, what's popping? Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's popping with Coach Q? Well, Coach Q is set up inside the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I'm so excited today about our, our special show with the NCAA tournament, Sweet 16 and Elite Eight weekend. And after this short break, Coach G is going to come right back and we're going to be talking NCAA tournament action. So make sure those sneakers are laced up tight. So listen, this Coach Goins and Coach Quick, we are back. Coach Quick is in his perch in Philadelphia, making sure everything is on lockdown. You know he'd be in that region where the Tar Heels are playing, but it's all good. So Coach Quick, man, I know you were, I, I know you had your bracket. I know you had the boys set out of the medical city. So let's talk about that Texas Tech and that Duke victory. Well, you know what, Coach G, I'll tell you what it was. Texas Tech came out, they 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 come out firing and um playing well. And the, it was just a well played game, well coached games on, on both sides. For Mark Adams to be a first year head coach, he had Texas Tech ready. But man, I tell you, I just feel like Coach K made the outstanding move of the tournament, bringing Jeremy Roach back in the starting lineup over Trevor Kills as a starting point guard. Jeremy Roach is a big-time player. People don't realize that hey, coming out of high school, he was a McDonald's All-American, highly recruited by the Blue Devils, but he tore his ACL in his senior year. He's just now rounding back into form and being what the Blue Devils would have him to be. And I tell you what, he made play after play down the stretch. Paulo Bancaro was big. A.J. Griffin got to show some love for Mark Williams, the man in the middle, because he was outstanding. Mark Williams um, rebounded the ball, played defense, and he gave the Blue Devils some offense. Outstanding ball game, well coached, well played. Hats off to the Texas Tech Red Raiders, but the Blue Devils are marching on to the Elite Eight. Well, you know what? You, you, you got it dialed in as always. So here's the call out. And you nailed it, and I'm not going to step back over what you said, but I'm just going to read this stat line. This one guy that was a starter for Duke, he had 14 minutes, zero rebounds, zero assists, and zero points. And that's Trevor Keels. So, again, what, somewhere down the line, Coach K said, okay, I got to run this guy, and we just said Jeremy Roach, who had 15 points, and he had five dimes. So when you put all that together, he contributed 25 points to the game. Uh, ben Caro, he finished with 22. Uh, and like you said, Mark Williams had a monster game, and he finished with 16. So, again, hats off to the Blue Devils. And, again, people are trying to, you know, edge them guys out. Matter of fact, you know what? I understand the upset, but at the end of the day, you want, you want teams that – 
I get it, but also and as it as it gets closer to the you know the final four and in the championship game, you want it to be exactly what we're hoping to be a championship game. And so again, great great summary again. Texas Tech did well putting up seventy three, but when Duke's got four guys in solid double figures, actually five guys. So you had Griffin with eleven, uh, Moore had twelve, and I think the key there was Williams with sixteen. You keep Williams off the board, off the glass, and he had eight boards. I think Texas Tech gets that nod. So, great, great summary. Uh, with that, now Duke slides in, and now they got to play Arkansas. So, let's talk about that matchup. And actually, that game is going to be – I think that, that game is the second game for the day. But we'll take that We'll take that first. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to drop a, I'm gonna drop a guy's name out. Uh, and J.D. Uh, Norty. He had 21, six dimes, and three steals. Uh, Arkansas taking out Gonzaga. So, what's your take on Arkansas? Arkansas, they 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 play hard every possession. They're gonna come out with the fight with the Blue Devils, but and both teams better be ready to go because Musselman gonna have his guys ready, and we know the legendary Coach K gonna have the Blue Devils ready. Arkansas came out the other night. They they just took Gonzaga's heart. So I just I feel like this matchup with the Blue Devils is not going to be an easy matchup by the team, but they're going to be ready to roll and they they're going to be laced up tight. Well, you know what? Here's the key. I think it's going to come Jalen Williams. I think Jalen Williams can keep um, Williams from Duke in check. So, and I don't know who they're going to have on Bancaro, but I do know one thing: um, the last time this kid played against Duke, he had a monster game. He was the transfer from Pitt. Uh, now he's there, Aldis Tony. He had a heck of a block. Uh, I think it was Thursday night when Gonzaga went down. Uh, and again, Gonzaga, man, they got to do something. You know, they they have just got to get out of that conference. They got to play tougher opponents uh, because they just, you know. And and I understand Timmy, and I think Timmy gets uh, he, he gets away with a lot of stuff. Uh, he does a lot of hooking on his moves, but you know what? I don't want to spend time on that because he ain't playing this weekend, coach. Uh, but hats off to, you know, Arkansas. I think it will be a better game than people think it will, but just because they match up well. And I think it's going to come down to Jeremy Roach and J.D. for Arkansas. I just think it – I think no is his last name. I just think that's what it's going to come down to, Coach. Uh, so who you taking in this one? Well, you know, as much as I want to go with my heart and go go against the Blue Devils, I I gotta get put them in the Final Four. But I tell you what, as you said, um, the Arkansas, the Razorbacks have two ACC transfers on that roster who have played well against the Blue Devils. Chris Likes comes off the bench, I believe, who was at Miami. As a point guard, he he had his way with Duke and Carolina at times when he was in the ACC. And then Tony, he played well against the Blue Devils when he was at Pitt. So let's get ready to roll. Let's lace them up. Let's see what's going to happen. I mean, but, hey, I, I got the Blue Devils going to the Final Four. Well, you know what? I think I'm going to go ahead and stay in the car with you, uh, and we'll ride on into uh, – we'll, we'll, we'll go to New Orleans together. But I think I'm going to roll with you, uh, Coach Quick. I think I'm the blue dial. Like, bottom line, I just want to see a tough game. I want to see a great game. Uh, and But we'll give the nod 
uh, to the boys from Durham. So listen, that is our very first breakdown and, and our very first selection uh, to the final four coming out of the West. So today's uh, game will be Arkansas versus Duke. Coach Quick and Coach Goins is riding with the Blue, uh, excuse me, with the Duke Blue Devils, and of course Coach Mike Shashevsky. And we are looking forward to that game, and we're gonna call out Williams uh, for Arkansas, and we're gonna call out Roach for Duke. So we're gonna step away, pay a few bills. You're listening to basketball more than a game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. This is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick. We are back in the studio, and you know what time it is. It is Saturday morning. We are on the grind already. Coach Q's got it on lockdown in Philadelphia with them Tar Heels. So, as we look at our bracket, we are going to slide to the South region to where the Houston Cougars end up playing the Arizona Wildcats. And, Coach, I'm going to be honest with you. That's where my wheels rolled off. For some yes, unknown sir. reason, I had the I had Arizona taking that thing, man, and of course they ran up against Mr. Kelvin Sampson from the University of North Carolina at Pembroke. So we'll give him a shout out. But what was your, what's your take on the Houston Cougars? Well, Coach, you know I told you last week I felt like Houston was going to the Final Four. And um, Calvin Sampson has just got those guys rocking and rolling. He lost arguably his best player during the season in Mark and Sasser. And uh, right now he, he just he said next man up. And these guys kept on rolling, kept on rolling. Houston absolutely digs in your chest whenever they're playing defense. So they, I, they stay glued to you. They got nothing but athletes, man. And I just felt like they were going to beat Arizona, and they did. And they're marching on to the Elite Eight. Well, you know what? We're going to talk about two guys that ran for Houston. Number one guy, it was actually Jersey number one, she, he's the guard. He had he, this, this kid ran 38 minutes, had 21 points and six assists. The other guard, Edwards, number 11, he had 19 points and three assists. So, again, and he, he kind of runs a three-head monster, and I don't want to leave out the other guard that uh, had they run um, is Mr. Moore. He had three points. But bottom line, that we always say this tournament is guard play. If you do not have a solid guards, one or two or three, you're gonna be you're gonna be home. And when you look at it, Houston absolutely. You know what? They play defense, Coach Quick. So they play defense so good. It's almost like they get in the they get in the jersey when the other team gets in their jerseys. Absolutely. And when you look at it and you say, man, what is the deal with he? And what was also was so special when I was watching the game the other night, Coach, when I look up in the stands and they they swing the camera around and, and there was the dream sitting there. So Akeem Olajuwon, he was back supporting the Houston Cougars. You know, and number one, like we said, I'm so happy for Coach Kelvin Sampson uh, given the opportunities uh, that he has. No matter where he's been, he's been able to put it on the floor uh, and leave it on the floor. He and his staff – uh, has done a tremendous, tremendous job with that. So, as we are talking, it is Saturday morning, and we are in the studio, of course, chopping this up. So, Coach, I'm going to put it at your feet. So, today's game will be Houston and Villanova. So, and before we do that, let's let's slide in and let's talk about them uh, Villanova uh, Wildcats. And what is your take uh, when they took out 
Uh, who, who they beat? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I was like, I just drew, I drew a, uh, a total blank. There. So, what do you got with Jay Wright and them Villanova Wildcats? I tell you what, arguably Jay Wright's team, um, his well, his program has been the hottest program since 2016, winning two national championships. Um, unfortunately, I, my guys were uh, on the on the um, sliding end of that last second shot. Um, uh, from Villanova, and that you know, and then in 2018, they he come right back and won it again. So you know, I the Wildcats, that program, I'm I'm ecstatic about them. Jay Wright has got them rolling in the right direction. Well, you know what, and I, and I think this game right here, and I'm gonna say what's on my mind. So this game is gonna come down to how you play it in your head. And what I mean by that, it's going to come down to that backcourt. Because as I look at yes, Villanova, their guards, which is Gillespie and Moore, Gillespie, had, he had 12 and Moore had 15. And then, of course, their forward Samuels had 22. So in that, Jay Wright, and, and he picks and chooses when he wants to run. But in that, also, is the will these guys be able to handle that ball pressure that once Houston comes out, and, of course, we know right at the beginning to be a little – emotions going and all that. But once they settle in, I think it's going to come down between what happens between the ears is who's going to be solid. Who's going to be able to come up and down the floor and take care of business uh, as they do. Of course, my stat sheet doesn't have uh, what the, what the you know turnover ratio was, but I will. Oh, here you go. So here's the thing. They turned the ball over set seven times against Michigan. You know that that's, and they had five steals. Uh, and four blocks, which was, you know, pretty, pretty solid uh, across the board. Uh, even though Michigan out-rebounded them, Villanova is a solid team. They've been there. Coach Wright has been there. And, again, like I said last week, I still miss him not wearing, rocking them Italian suits. But Jay Wright is a master uh, when it comes down to this NCAA tournament. So, whip that, Coach. So, we've got the Villanova Wildcats taking on the Houston Cougars <laughs> And I'm going to toss it over to you for your selection in this game. Well, I'm going with Calvin Sampson and the Houston Cougars to return to the Final Four for the second year in a row. As much as I, I it's hard for me to go against Jay Wright, um, Villanova go is Colin Gillespie go, their starting point guard. And he better be ready to handle some pressure today. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking Calvin Sampson and the Cougars. Well, you know what? Just like we always say in the title of today's show, no guard, no championship. So we're going to see that the, uh, Colin Gillespie is probably going to be matched up against Sheed, uh, the, uh, top, uh, top guard for, uh, Houston Cougars. And I did read an article last week, uh, coach quick that, co uh, coach Kevin, uh, Kelvin Sampson said this kid was born. He was born to be a point guard. So he knows he's got a floor general. And I think it's going to come down to who is going to be able to handle the pressure, who can keep everybody in the fold. So you heard it right here, ladies and gentlemen, on Basketball More in the Game. Coach Quick is riding with the Houston Cougars. And guess what? I'm still in the car. So we've already selected Duke, and we've already selected the Houston Cougars. Now, that will be the final four, and that's going to be the final four. Excuse me. That's going to be the first two win. So in the West bracket or the West region, is going to be Duke, and representing the South will be Houston. So those are our first two selections rolling into the Final Four. So again, it is Saturday morning. Coach Quick, along with Coach Goins, will be back after we pay a few bills. 
Looking for a smarter way to shop for your insurance for you and your families? Look no farther. There is help. With several different companies and plans to choose from, whether it's life insurance or Medicare supplemental plans, finding the right plan has never been easier. Licensed with multiple companies and able to shop various rates, plans to help find the best plan for you and your budget. Independent insurance broker Curtis Jackson is the one to call for help. Call Curtis now at 919-614-5796 for a no-cost consultation. You're listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. All right, folks, you know what time it is. We are back in the studios, Coach Goins along with Coach Quick. And as we move to our Midwest bracket, we are talking the Kansas Jayhawks. They will be playing none other than the Miami Hurricanes. So, Coach Quick, man, what's your take on these Kansas Jayhawks? Hey, I, I like Kansas. Um, getting um, Remy Martin back from injury for this tournament has been absolutely big for them. He is the straw that stirs the drink for for the Kansas Jayhawks. And I, I just enjoy watching him play. And him, uh, he puts everybody in the right spots. Abaji uh, is able to play off the ball and do everything he needs to do. And I just, I'm I, I'm ecstatic about Remy Martin and the Kansas Jayhawks. Well, you know what? We're going uh, gonna to tip a hat to Dean Bucking, who we had on last year, who was the SID uh, for Kansas for for the years gone by. But in that, just like you said, I love that. he, he He's the straw that stirs the drink. And it is adult beverage time with Remy Martin on the floor. He dropped, he dropped 23. He had three dimes. Uh, and then there will, uh, then they had a four Wilson. He put up 16 points. And so when you look at these guys, they, 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 they're grown men. And, yes, sir. And that's, and that's what I think may come down to it. You know, as being grown men coach, that, that we know what that body work looks like, but uh hats off to um, coach self for once again, being back in uh, the dance like they always do camp, you know, it's, it's almost like Carolina and Duke. You know, do these guys recruit? Are they able to go out and just kind of blow the whistle and kids want to come there just because, you know, the type of program? But, you know, when you get a kid back in your lineup like Remy Martin, and like you said, he he's the he's the straw that stirs the drink. He's the guy that makes him go. Uh, I think Abaji's going to have to have a better, better game uh, just because – Miami is who they are. So, of course, people will wonder why Miami was in the, the tournament. So let's kind of turn our attention to uh, them boys uh, out of uh, South Beach, as I call it, uh, the uh, the Canes. So what's your take on the, uh, the Hurricanes? Miami is loaded with guards. Um, you got Charlie Moore, Isaiah Wan, and McGusty, and those guys. And they and, and they're full-grown full men as well. And, but I just feel like with Remy Martin being back, he puts everybody in place for Kansas. And if he can handle the pressure from all those Miami guards, I, I got the number one seed, Kansas, getting to the Final Four. Well, you know what? You, you, you called that out. And since you called it out, I, I, I'm going to kind of stay there for a second. So yes, he, here's the thing that I was impressed with the other night, Coach, is Wong didn't have a good game and Moore didn't have a good game, score, uh, scoring the ball, right? But then when yes, you sir. look, Mugusty had 27 and Miller had 16. So once again, 
you look at the guards. So you had you got four guards, and here's what they put up: 27, 16, 7, and 7. And then Warden, uh, he had 13. So Miami's gonna be a tough out. They put up 70 and they held Iowa State to 56. So once again, it's all about the guards. So you taking who who's your selection and you you rolling with Kansas or you rolling with uh Miami? I'm going with the Jayhawks to get to the final four. All right, so you heard it right there. Coach Quick has already put it down. He's rolling with the boys from Fog Allen Fieldhouse. And you know what, Coach? I, I think what I may do, I may jump out right here on this curve. I think I may roll with them Miami Hurricanes just because the guards. Because with those two having two bad games, Wong and Moore, it may be flipped and they may be able to come out and uh, – and, and may be able to get it done. So we're gonna roll. I'm gonna roll with the ACC on this one uh, because yes, I, I I just like the body of work uh, that uh, Miami, you know, uh, Jim Larinaga constantly pulls out. And those of you that don't know, that been oh been around the game of basketball for a long time. He was a long time assistant at Virginia uh, when uh, when Ralph Sampson was there. So Coach Larinaga, he you know he goes to Miami and it's a it's a football school. But he's able to get those guys in. And then just like you said, they are full-grown men, and they will be laced them up. So we got we got so far, we've got in the final four. We've got Duke representing the West. We got Houston representing the South. And Coach Quick has got Kansas representing the Midwest. And I'm gonna go and I'm gonna roll uh with those uh Miami Hurricanes. So we're gonna step away. We've got one more region to go. And Coach Quick is going to be heading that up, and we're going to be talking about those Tar Heels as they march on. So we'll be back after this break. Visit our website, coachgoins.podbean.com. Always learn to pass. Process, attitude, sacrifice, satisfaction. All right, we're back in, and we are going into our last region. And this region is the East region. And I wonder who's representing the East region. Coach Quick, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna. You know what? I know. I know you know. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you take the lead. Well, I tell you what. First and foremost, I'm gonna touch on the Cinderella story. But after after beating Kentucky, you're no longer a Cinderella. And that's Shaheen Holloway and those St. Peter Peacocks. Man, when I tell you these kids, they get into you. They guard and they 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 have the heart of their head coach Shaheen Holloway. They they have his passion and he has guys. That, like he said last night, they just want to play basketball, and they're balling right now. And they and they took out Purdue, the Purdue Boilermakers on last night, and they're ready to roll. And they got them laced up tight and headed to the Elite Eight. You know what? I I couldn't have said it any better, Coach. Um, they are not a Cinderella team. And somebody says, "What do you mean?" They, listen, they are a 15 seed. And they are flat out balling. And just like you know, Coach Holloway said, you know, you you get guys that's at those mid majors that kind of may get overlooked just because you know they're not six five, six six guards or whatever. He's got four guards that flat out are in your mess from the time they come out. And look at, I mean, think about it. When they overpowered Purdue, uh, and Purdue, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm uh, we we said this earlier, but I gotta go back and call these dudes out, man. Because I, I had Purdue in the Final Four. But I'm going to be honest with you. They stunk it up. And, yeah. when, and when they stunk it up, uh, how, how does Ivy finish with nine points? 
I felt like he tried to do too much, Coach. You know, he, he finished with nine. Edie, it, who's all a bit of seven four, he had 11, was killing him in the first half, and the dude was nowhere to be found in the second half. And as I told Coach Quick earlier, I read an article said that when the Peacocks rolled out, which is, you know, St. Peter's, when they got on the bus and was leaving, who was out in the park a lot walking around, wanting around, was Zach Eady. You know, and that's, you know, for whatever that is. And I saw him come out after and talk to his mom uh, after, you know, during the second game. But just, you know, absolutely one heck of a job from Coach Holloway and his staff. Uh, Purdue came out. They just could not. Uh, they couldn't weather it. Uh, they couldn't get past uh, what Purdue, oh, excuse me, what St. Peter's was doing. So what I want to do, Ray, I want to talk about these mid-major coaches uh, real quick. Yes, sir. So you get guys like Shaheem Holloway. You get coaches like uh, out of North Carolina Central, uh, Lavelle Moton. These guys have got to get looks. These guys are coaching players. You know, they they quote unquote they're not elite players or they're classified or they're not in the you know top 100 or whatever whoever puts that survey out they get these guys at these mid-major schools and they flat out perform so in that when you get a team like St. Pete and now they got to roll in and they got to play them fellas from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill so I'm going to let you go ahead and take the lead on that coach well I tell you what coach G sometimes you know the, the key term is survive in advance. It wasn't as pretty as I would like. We had a, a few more turnovers last night than we've been um, having in the tournament. I think we averaged 11.8 turnovers or something like that on the year. Um, and we finished last night with probably eight or nine. And we had, and what gets me with it is it, it appeared to be a lot of unforced errors. So, but I, I got to give, chop that up to some of UCLA's defense too, because UCLA gets into you. And in the first half last night, UCLA could not miss. I thought we played pretty solid defense for the most part, but they just couldn't miss. They had guys that that take you one on one. They, I think, they had what three guys, six, seven in the um in their starting lineup, and Jules Bernard, um, uh, Johnny Zuzang, and then the kid that was hurt, um, Jacquez. Those guys are flat out players. And they were knocking down tough shots. Leaky Black, who I consider, he was the ACC Defensive Player of the Year in my eyes. But guys were just hitting shots, his eyes, in the first half last night. But he absolutely shit Juzang down in the second half. And then hats off to um, Hoops, um, who is on the Carolina staff. I think he's like the video coordinator or something like that. He told Caleb Love at halftime, he said, look, you need to change your shoes. He said, you could flat out, you hadn't played well in the black shoes. Caleb come out, I think he was one for eight in the first half. He come out in that second half, man. And he he lit UCLA up for 27 big points in the second half, finishing with 30. And then the hats off to Armando Baycott, back stiffed up on him, but he made the key play of the game. He made a key block down the stretch, but then he made a key play and going out about the ball going out of bounds. He went and got it, saved it. Caleb Love catches it, drains the three. He then drains another three on the next possession. Caleb Love down the stretch was absolutely big. He has no fear. He took over the ball game down the stretch and led the Tar Heels to the Elite Eight over the UCLA Bruins. So let's rock and roll. We got a number eight seed versus the number 15 seed on Sunday. Let's lace them up tight and get ready to go. 
Over to you, Coach G. Well, listen, man. I told them boys last week when Love came out with them black Jordans, I said, "Dude, he got to change his shoe." And I, I, you say that, and I'm going. And, and if I got, to, if somebody saw Coach Goins just saying that, if I got to have these guys call in and and, and back up what I said, I, I said he got to change his shoes. And somebody said, "Well, I'm, I, again, am I a superstitious kind of guy when it comes to, when it comes in between them lines? I don't want you changing up." I remember, I remember Coach Salmon when he said he was. They was when they were on the way with the state chain. He said every day he was find a penny on the head. He said that last day he ain't face it. He kept looking and kept looking, and he finally found a penny and it was on his head. So superstitions is what it is. But who'd you say it was, it was the video, uh, video uh, guy for the uh, the, the Tar- yeah, Eric Coots. I think he's the video coordinator for um the, for the Tar Heels. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I could have his title wrong, but I think that's what his title is. And so he said, "Man, you got to change your shoes." How about yes, that? Sir. How about that? Yes, sir. I remember that play, man. First of all, what a heck of a deal Baycock went after that ball and threw it, you know, got it back in. Love pulled it up, knocked it down, turned around and knocked down again. So when you finish with 30 and people say, man, Leaky Black is not giving you nothing. I don't need for him to give us nothing when you got a man getting 30. Right? So he got 30. Uh, Manic had 13. Baycock had 14, and R.J. Davis had 12. So here's again, once again, you got to have those guards. Love played 40 minutes last night. Okay, That's a lot of minutes. Leakey played 39, but they have to, right? Because when you look at UCLA, like you said, Coach, Campbell had 15, Bernard had 16, uh, uh, Johnny Zhang had 14, and Jacquez had 10. So they, they had balance scoring. But when you yes, when you when you got a man that scores thirty, you took out two of UCLA's points because you had a guy put up thirty himself. So in that now here's the deal: as they roll in, what is going to be the key for these Carolina guys to slide past them peacocks from St. Pete? Well, number one, we got to be able to dictate the pace and uh, be able to get the ball inside and, and to Baycock and Manic where we have the advantage. But it's not going to be easy. They're going to come out with pressure defense on us. I think it's something that we we're used to. We played Baylor. You know, we, I, we got past them. So I believe that's something we're, we'll be able to we'll be able to adjust to. We played Virginia Tech. But there's nothing like a team that's playing on a ride, on a high right now with that momentum. And um, they absolutely get into you. But I feel like our backcourt is going to be the key getting the ball inside to Baycock, Manic, Leakey, those guys. We got to be able to dominate the paint. And if we do that and we take care of the basketball, we'll be just fine. All right. So here's my take, Coach. Here's what I think needs to happen with the Heels is because they're going to be getting pressure on the inbounds pass. Yes, sir. I would have Leaky Black in the center of the floor. Absolutely. And I would have Baycock at the top of the key on the other side. And yes, that, sir. And then whatever side, that whenever they drop it in the middle and Leaky Black turns, whatever side he goes is the block that um, he takes. Right. Yes, sir. So once he drops it in the middle and he takes it to whatever wing or whatever side, so there's Baycock rolling, and then opposite of that needs to be Manic. So, yes, so therefore, you're, you're constantly stretching that defense because if you put Manic and Baycock on the same side, again, I'm just I'm just giving that observation because number one, 
the St. Pete, all the pressure is going to be on the heels. Every Absolutely. ounce of it is going to be on the heels. And then, and then Caleb's going to have to let the game come. Even though he had a monster game last night, it's, it doesn't. It, what you do the game before ain't ain't no carryover. No, sir. They ain't going to care if you scored 30. They ain't going to care if you scored 50. Because when they roll up in there, they coming in, they're going to have their ears pent back. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. But I think what they're going to have to do that Purdue didn't is constantly get the ball. It's going to have to definitely be inside out. And if Absolutely. They, if they go in and can kick it out, I think they'll be solid. So with that, and I know you rolling with the heels, and I want to just make sure I'm get a, I am get a verbal confirmation that you're rolling with the heels. Yes, sir. I'm taking the Tar Heels. And the one thing that I back to to the keys, Caleb cannot do, in my opinion, what Jay Nivey did. Do not try to do too much. Exactly. It's just like you said, let the game come to you. You got but it. But I'm rolling with the Tar Heels to get to New Orleans. All right. So here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to run the gamut one more time. So we've got coming out of the West, the Duke Blue Devils. Coming out of the South, the Houston Cougars. Coming out of the Midwest, we rolling. Uh, Coach Quick is rolling with the Kansas Jayhawks, and I'm rolling with uh, the Miami Hurricanes. And out of the East, we both agree that we are rolling with the Tar Heels and the, out of the University of North Carolina. What a great, great showing last night! It was so powerful to see. Of course, Roy has been there, but his excitement uh, that just means a lot. Uh, and I just huge, huge uh, support uh, as it uh, as it relates to that. You know, you, what more can you say? When you got a guy that constantly supports the program, and again, most coaches will, all of them will, but it's so good to see him there uh, continue to support uh, them Carolina Tar Heels. So, all right, now we just ran the table, and we've got our uh, setup. Now we're not gonna make any predictions because when this show airs, we are going be we're gonna be down to the Final Four when it rolls out on Monday. So, or excuse me, on Sunday. I just misspoke. So in that, when we roll our show out, this show will air during the ball games. But our prediction, again, is Duke, Houston, North Carolina, Kansas for Coach Quick, and Coach Goins is rolling with those Miami Hurricanes. Coach Quick, what do you got? Yeah, I, I tell you what, um, it's going to be big. With the, with my, my final four set up, we'll have Duke and UNC for the first time ever playing in the NCAA tournament. And then we got the Jayhawks against the Houston Cougars. That's my final four bracket. And um, we, yours, you, we, you, I'll let you go over yours, but I'm just going, I'm going with the Tar Heels. Um, to, uh, the Tar Heels and the Blue Devils going to be a heck of a matchup. And Kansas and Houston is going to be a heck of a matchup. Well, you know what? What a great, uh, what a great deal. And I'll, uh, I'll roll with that. I ain't got no problem uh, uh, with that whatsoever. Uh, and I would love, love, love to see uh, Kelvin Sampson just because, again, uh, from the uni- uh, from Pembroke State University, uh, as well as what a great matchup it would be. Uh, and, again, what, what what would the odds be if we had three teams from the ACC in the Final Four when they said that, when they said the ACC was down a little bit? But, however, that just happens because the caliber and when these guys get out, and it's guard play, we all know – uh, all the teams that are left are top to bottom guards, and we said at the beginning of the show, uh, the Nate the day's title is no guards, no championship. So with that, we certainly appreciate everybody tuning in. We thank our sponsors, Coach Quick. Get us to the locker room. For Coach Goins, myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you in New Orleans for the final four. You've been listening to Basketball More Than a Game with Coach Goins and Coach Quick. 
Our podcast is available on podbean.com.